Hello Wanderers! Before we get into today's episode we wanted to let you guys know about a few things. First, we have a community discord server, where you can interact with other lovers of the backrooms, share awesome memes, and more. Next, we finally opened a merch shop. We're very excited to embark on this new step for the podcast, so go on over and give it a look. And lastly, we're always looking for feedback on the podcast, so if there are any suggestions on what you'd like for us to cover, please shoot us a message. P.S. Thanks for all the short stories you guys have been sending. We enjoy reading what you guys send, so please keep it up. We'll be leaving a link to the Discord as well as the merch store in the show descriptions, so with that short message out of the way, let's return to the episode. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to the Traveler's Guide to the Backrooms, where we try to go over and explain the lore of the many levels and entities within. My name is Sharp A3, an MEG AI processing system, and today, we'll be going over one of the more nature-centered levels within the negative continuity. So, I hope hylophobia isn't a problem for you, because today, we'll be no clipping into negative level 4. Basic Descriptions Level negative 4 is the fifth level within the negative continuity of the backrooms and has been given a survival difficulty class of pending or undetermined. That being mysterious properties, unknown information, and may support undocumented entities. Level negative 4 is basically a very hard to survive forest in for a prolonged period, with some weird quirks. And by quirks, we mean unexplainable phenomena that normally end in the deaths of many wanderers. Due to these phenomena, very little has been learned about this level. Though its concept is quite simple, the fact that it's a pretty tamed level for a negative level, it still possesses a major threat to even the most well-equipped faction within the backrooms. With that very basic description out of the way, let's get into the appearance of level negative 4. Appearances So the appearance of level negative 4 is quite simple. It's made up of a very thick forest of unknown size. Though we can speculate that it's quite large in size if we're going off of other levels of unknown size. The level does not support a day-slash-night cycle, with the sky always presenting a night sky. So having a light source on hand would aid you greatly here. When entering the level, all wanderers will appear within a burned barn. It's unknown the origins of the barn, what caused the barn to burn down, or why every wanderer enter the level through this location, with all investigations into the matter being inconclusive. As stated earlier, the level is made up of a fairly thick forest. 
most likely an equatorial forest, if we're going off the level data, so combine that with the weird properties of the backrooms, and you have a quite dangerous environment on your hands. If you go a couple of miles outside the barn area, you'll come across the broken down shambles of failed outposts. These are attempts to settle within the level, which we'll get into later in the episode. Something we have to state is that for some reason, everyone who's stayed for a prolonged period within level negative 4 has suffered from extreme paranoia, brought upon by their tenor here. We'll shine some light on what that may be about later in the episode, though we wanted to at least touch on it here. But besides that, there isn't much to be found here, though we haven't been able to survey most of the level, so there might be more out there that we're just not aware of. Scavenge and Supplies So for scavenging reasons, level negative 4 isn't too high on the list. The only deemable quality in that regard would be the supplies left behind by the multiple failed attempts to settle the level. Though, it does seem that the supplies are still where they were left, leaving us to believe the effort to retrieve said supplies may outweigh the utility of said supplies. And that's saying a lot, due to there being months, if not years worth of supplies left behind. But as we've established, due to the phenomena of the level, they're just not worth the effort of retrieving. Entities So when it comes to entities within level negative 4, things can be quite complicated. Though as far as we've seen, level negative 4 is mostly void of hostile entities, but this viewpoint is very quickly countered when going over a brief interview with one of the survivors of the fourth attempt to setting up an outpost. The survivor stated that quote, the gray one, caused the death of many within their group. This is the only evidence we've been able to find on the topic of entities being found here. Though it should also be stated that most of level negative 4 haven't been explored, leaving the level to have the classification of undocumented entities until further notice. Settlements and Outpost As we touched on earlier, there were major attempts to establish a presence within level negative 4 by the MEG, with two of those attempts being in collaboration with the followers of Jerry. This is understandable, due to the preconceived safety of the level. An overly dense dark forest with no signs of entities. That sounds like a perfect place to set up an outpost. Though they were very unaware of the psychological effects the level dealt to those who stayed here for too long. That combined with the possible threat of an unknown force has led us to believe that no outpost or settlements should be established here until we get a better understanding of the level's prolonged effects. But that's enough of my ranting, let's go over the many attempts to settle the level. The first attempt was called Outpost Charity. This outpost was established a year after the founding of the level, to help those entering the level. Being manned by the five members of the MEG Volunteer Squad, they've decided to set the outpost up about a mile southwest from the barn entrance. It's reported that the members were given enough supplies to last for at least two months for everyone involved, though when it came time to retrieve the follow-up supply drop, none of the volunteers showed up to pick it up. When investigated, it was reported that all the volunteers were found dead around the unused rations. They died holding hands while starving to death for what is believed to be a period of four to five days. Rather quick for the starving process to take place, especially in the back rooms, where those bodily processes are normally extended in their effects. Though it's entirely unknown what caused their downfall, we'll see this aspect popping up throughout the other attempts. Speaking of, let's get into the second attempt, outpost burns. This outpost was established for the same reason outpost charity was, but with far more precautions in place. Staffed with three volunteers this time, they were tasked with receiving more direct monthly supply drops. They were also given a camera to better document events with. 
It's unknown where exactly the outpost was built, though we can speculate it could be no more than a couple miles out from the level entrance if not much closer. For three months the camp was on with no issues, though sometime during the fourth month of operation, the volunteers disappeared. It's unknown why they disappeared the way they did, with the only evidence of their whereabouts being a single photo of an unknown location. On the back of this photo the phrase, going north, don't follow can be read. It should be noted that the writing looked quite rushed in its lettering. Leaving us to believe that they were in a hurry in whatever they were doing, to this day, it's completely unknown where they went off to, with the members likely being KIA. The next attempt was called Outpost Bluebird and is the first attempt of the followers of Jerry within the level. This outpost was manned by an unknown number of priests of Jerry. This outpost was established around the same area Outpost Charity was, with the permission of the MEG of course, but like that outpost, this was too short-lived. It's unknown how long this outpost was running for, but at some point a rather large fire started, causing many of the members to panic and run into the forest. This fire is stated to have burned up their rations, causing the remaining members to starve to death. It's unknown if any attempt to resupply or help the group was made, but from the starvation reports, if there were any attempts, they were unsuccessful. The last major attempt to settle level negative 4 was Outpost Red Forest, a joint project between both the followers of Jerry and the MEG. This outpost was set up within the barn entrance area, with the hope that with their combined power, they should be able to establish a lasting presence within level negative 4. The main goal for Outpost Red Forest was to establish a safe hub for newcomers to the level, though, unlike Outpost Charity, it'll be much closer to access. Outpost Red Forest to this day is classified as the longest-lasting outpost within the level. Lasting for eight months before its unfortunate collapse. Occupied by a total of 13 members from both groups, the outpost suddenly was attacked by an unknown force, which we touch on earlier in the episode. From this attack 10 members were killed, leaving on three survivors. Each of them suffered from severe mental damage from dealing with said event. All that can be gathered from one of the survivors was three words. The Grey One. This is most likely referring to whatever attacked the group. The strangest part of all of this is that, when help arrived for the outpost, the bodies of the dead were found holding hands. Much like the fate of those with an outpost charity. What differs from that event though, is the fact that all the victims' eyes were missing. And to this day their eyes have not been recovered. Before we end this section of the episode, we wanted to share an interview log with the supply runner for the outposts. The log is between MEG researcher Spears and volunteer member Alan Turner with the interview going as followed. The interview starts with Spears greeting Turner, with Turner responding likewise. They talk about Turner's experience within level negative 4, with Turner explaining how he normally runs supplies between outposts. Even stating that he delivered to each of the failed outposts, expressing how when he delivered the supplies, the members of the outposts always seemed scared out of their minds. Though the process of this was gradual for each. Turner then goes on to state how he's the one that has to trudge through a dark forest to deliver their supplies for hours, though nothing has happened to him to cause any concern. Spears then asks does Turner have any clue of what could have caused the downfall of morale within the outposts. In which Turner replied when he asked one of the more paranoid members of one of the outposts what had him so terrified. The unknown member replied because it wants us to be here. Turner goes on to say that he didn't ask nor elaborated on the matter any further. From this interview, we can gather that there is some force targeting A settlements within the level, though it seems time within the level is one of the main driving factors for its attacks. 
This can be gathered by the unseen force causing no harm to couriers like Turner. Someone who is only in the level long enough to move shipments to their destination. Although giving us some insight into the inner working of the level, we're still no closer to understanding what this force is, or why it's attacking anyone trying to settle within the level. Ins and outs. When it comes to entering level negative four, things couldn't get much easier. The easiest way to enter this level is by entering certain doors within level negative one. This is made easier by said doors being marked with a tree on them. Though it should be noted that once you use one of these doors to enter, they will disappear upon using them. So keep that in mind. Now for the exit. So remember when we were describing just how thick the forest is within level negative four? Well, in order to exit the level, you must travel through said forest for miles until you are randomly no clip into either level negative one or five. Though it's not the hardest method of exiting a level, at the same time, not the easiest either. Closing words. So that was level negative four of the backrooms. What do you guys think about the level? What do you think caused the downfall of the outposts? What's the origins of the burned barn? We'd love to know what you think. That's going to be all from us today. So thanks for listening and we hope to see you guys in the next episode. Until next time, have a wonderful day, and be safe out there. I would like to say a very special thank you to our patrons over at Patreon. Starting with the Wanderers at the $1 level, Ridiculous, Izzy Klein, Caleb Hills, The Zico, Nathan Gear, Anakin Bumgardner, Sushi Penguini, My Friends Call Me PK, Jeff Nordley, Slim Steven, That One Random Guy, The Good Diamond, Undead, Brandon Berry, Shelby Girl Gaming, Mystery BMO, and Coconut Cluster. Next up are our senior explorers at the $8 level, Stephen Conger, Manacord, Lee, and Zephyr the Cast Iron Crow. Thank you all for going that extra step to support us and what we do. It's greatly appreciated. If you would also like to get your name shouted out at the end of the episode, get access to exclusive Patreon content and more, go become a patron on our Patreon. Thanks again for listening, and have a wonderful day.